the volume. Hey, everybody knows Weber grills. I've been using Weber grills my whole life, and check it out. They got a pellet grill, the Weber Searwood pellet grill. Now, with a pellet grill, you can smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. You can go from low and slow, okay, on smoke boost mode, or crank this thing all the way to a heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full great sear zone, so you can put more food on the flame. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood pellet grill. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Morning Podcast. Nick Wright is going to break down three or four big games, including the Chiefs, plus a couple of thoughts, one on Kyrie Irving and the Nets and one on Brooklyn. NBA season opens Tuesday. Two games I want to talk about. Number one, Baltimore and the Chargers. Listen, the Chargers, obviously, the matchup didn't work. I liked Baltimore in that game. One of the few games it seems like in the last two weeks I've gotten right. Um, But it's interesting to note that one of the reasons – I talk about this often about don't be consumed with being right. Be consumed with getting it right. Lamar Jackson came into this league. He was skinny. I worried about it. Then after one offseason, he had traps. He put on weight. The following season, I said he doesn't have a great pocket feel. He struggles throwing the ball to the sidelines. The next season he comes in, he's much better at that. What I have watched the last six quarters of Lamar Jackson, he's now an elite pocket passer. We know the running thing, but he is so comfortable in the pocket right now that you're a dummy at this point if you're still holding on to he can't play from behind and throw the football. He reads a defense very well, something that I was taught years ago by a scout about quarterbacks. Even if the ball is incomplete, do you throw it to the right receiver? He almost always does. Somebody once told me that about sports gambling. You can lose a bet, but are you on the right side? I was on the right side of the Patriots game. I lost the bet, but I was on the right side. You can be on the right side of a bet and lose it. 
as long as you're throwing to the right receiver, the open receiver, or the coverage dictates, that's where you go with the ball. Lamar's doing that brilliantly. So, you know, the people that are stuck on Lamar Jackson isn't good in the pocket. These are people that are probably politically stubborn, stubborn with their family, stubborn at work. They're not worth the argument. If you watch him and don't see how evolved Lamar Jackson has become in the pocket, you just don't understand football. He has really become an elite top five or six pocket quarterback. He is so dangerous in the red zone. It's just lights out. You know, it's really interesting when he they do those sweep runs and the, the RPOs, you you're so tentative because you can get you know, you can't stop him individually. So if you bite into the run, if you go all in on the run, you can look so foolish as a def- defensive coordinator or a defense. So he makes you very hesitant on run plays. You, you, you're almost hoping he hands it off. But I find the Chargers were very tentative. The Colts in the second half were very tentative. And they're, as a decoy, he has almost as much value as he does as the primary weapon. But he has really evolved into a superstar quarterback. And Baltimore looks like the first or second best team in the league. Something else I wanted to talk about, and it's not a game that'll get a lot of publicity. The media is rooting overwhelmingly against Urban Meyer. They don't like his arrogance. They don't like NFL writers, don't want some college guy to walk in and steal the headlines. I get that. Coaching's not the problem. Outside of wide receivers, they have no offensive line, bad secondary. He outcoached, Urban Meyer outcoached Brian Flores. I watched every snap of that game. Trevor Lawrence, by the way, Tua did not play bad. Do not blame it on Tua. He was fine. Urban Meyer outcoached Brian Flores with far less talent. So I have watched the Jags play four times, and I've really zoned in. Not every week, but four of their six games I've zoned in. The coaching's not the issue. They come in with good game plans. They execute them generally. They are competitive primarily. Mostly they're they're, they're competitive as long as their personnel allows them to be competitive. But Tua played fine. It was really Urban Meyer outcoaching Brian Flores. And I understand that the media does not want him to succeed. 20 and 30 year NFL writers do not want some college guy to walk in and turn the league on its head. And I'm not saying he's a top 10, 15 coach, but Belichick can't win now. Okay. Belichick can't win now. You need a quarterback. You need personnel. New England doesn't have enough speed to score on good teams. But let me defend Urban Meyer. The football part is not the issue. Now, it's the the cultural part. Does he get the, the league? Um, you, you have to coach NFL players differently. I don't think he hired a terribly gifted offensive staff with Brian Schottenheimer. Um But when I watch them play, they're competitive. They're as competitive as you can be with that offensive line, with that lack of consistent pass rush and that secondary. People just have to own it. The coaching thing for Urban, he's smart, he's learned, he's quick. That's not the issue. All right, briefly, before I really dive into this with Nick Wright, Baker Mayfield. Listen, Arizona's for real. We just got to let's not just bang on Cleveland. Arizona is a really good football team and you're seeing it around the league. These young quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson a few years ago, when they can buy time with their legs, you're seeing a a little with Jalen Hurts of the Eagles. 
when they can buy time with their legs for a couple of years as they figure out the complexities of the pocket, it's hard, hard to be an ace in that pocket. Okay. And you're finding these young quarterbacks. Mac Jones doesn't have this ability that Kyler now first year missed a lot of open throws, some interceptions. Second year got better at it. This year, he's fantastic. Does not miss open throws. He's bought, he's gotten to become a, an elite pocket thrower, but he bought a lot of wins and plays and yards and time with his feet. So by the time he starts his third year or his fourth year with the same system, they add DeAndre Hopkins. He's now an elite quarterback. So this is a Super Bowl potential team. Arizona is the real deal. They can play defense. They have a pass rush. Uh, they're inconsistent running the ball, but they can run it. Uh, Kyler Murray is part of the run game. He throws a beautiful ball. It's a big play offense. Um, and Cliff Kingsbury to this point, if nothing else, he's got an excellent relationship with a star quarterback. In terms of Cleveland, listen, if you're sitting around and you're Andrew Berry, the GM, I said this on Fox and – I said this on Fox Sports Radio. I said it two weeks ago. The next eight weeks are going to be huge for Baker Mayfield because he's playing against contemporaries, same age quarterbacks. He's playing against Burrow and Justin Herbert and Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson twice. That GM is looking at those quarterbacks and saying, okay, they're going to get the bag. They're going to get 35 to 40 million. Can I pay that to Baker Mayfield? And I don't think today they would give him the contract. I think he's regressed. I think he's now beat up. I don't love his judgment. I don't want to hear about injuries. Donovan Peoples-Jones is better than OBJ. He is. He had Peoples. He had OBJ. He had Kareem Hunt. Yes, they're missing offensive linemen. Yes, they miss Nick Chubb. Welcome to the National Football League. You don't get the number one rated offensive line every week. So now they have to play on Thursday, which is a really dangerous spot for a beat up team. But this is coming to fruition. I said, it's not going to be just about wins. Does Baker look the part? He did not look the part against Kyler Murray. He didn't. He looked like junior varsity. And you start paying a guy like that $35 million, you can't go get a John Johnson from the Rams, a Jadavian Clowney. You can't pick him up. You can't give... A, a, a massive extension to your right tackle. You can't have two good running backs. So it's not just about Cleveland winning and losing. Baker has regressed. And you cannot have a quarterback where he has to have stars around him. Because once you pay the quarterback, you can't afford those stars. So I think Baltimore is clearly today a better football team, a more engaged football team. And I think it's a football team that truly believes in their quarterback. I don't think everybody in that Browns locker room or that Browns coaching staff believes in Baker Mayfield. All right, Nick Wright joins us. Let's talk Cowboys, folks. All right, bring on my buddy Nick Wright. First things first. Let's get right to it. Let's start with Dallas, New England. Um, yeah. Crazy finish. I mean, what's interesting is Dallas had over 500 yards. You know what's funny? When you take Tom Brady out of New England, they get punts blocked. They can't stop anybody. <laughs> it's unbelievable. They can't, you know, it, it's so it's all unbelievable. Like the, the Brady, it's almost as if Brady's like, ooh, Mahomes, uh, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go over to the other conference where Rodgers is getting old and I don't buy into Goff or Stafford because you look at that. You and I both know now. 
They have no chance in New England to win big. No chance. For I 10 years. It was, I, listen, I thought it was unbelievable. And I understand Mac Jones, you know, to some people, to the less evolved, educated football fan, they might think he made me eat a little bit of crow when after the pick six, I tweeted, right. Mac Jones has just enough time to throw another pick here. And then he threw 75-yard <laughs> touchdown. But that was a busted coverage. That should have been picked by the safety. Yes. But I thought it was... Really remarkable when I heard this sentence uttered on the broadcast by Jim Nance. Two sentences consecutively. Mac Jones is 10 for 10 passing in this game. The Patriots are 0 for 4 on third down. I'm like, huh? So the guy hadn't thrown an incompletion and they hadn't converted a third down, which is because they are just, they have this offense, no explosive plays. It's just don't make a mistake. Don't make a mistake. Yep. Which, by the way, you can win that way when you have the Patriots defense of the early 2000s and when you're playing against the NFL of the early 2000s. When you're playing Dallas with Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, the, the kid Wilson seems to be awesome. You have Zeke, all this. You better get explosives. And they don't. They did obviously get the 175-yard touchdown and give them credit for that. But yeah, New England's in rough shape, man. I mean, the best thing they have going for them is Miami and the Jets. That's yeah. about it right now. Yeah. No, I mean, it's Nick Saban. You know, Belichick had him as an assistant in Cleveland. Saban has adapted, evolved brilliantly. It's more of an offensive program now. This year, Bama's offense is way better than her defense. And Belichick, the seeming seeming genius in the NFL, has not evolved. Uh, they're bad at receiver. Uh, their, their concepts, I mean, outside of a busted coverage, they don't throw the ball down the field. Correct. And it's just one of those things where you look at them, there's no easy fix because the equivalent of Manning, Big Ben in his prime, and Brady is now staring at them in Lamar, who, by the way, Lamar now is a legitimate pocket passing phenom. Forget the running part. He's evolved into that. So I, I, I will say this about Dallas, and this just happens in a 17-game schedule. You have, you have Sundays where there's a lot of penalties, there's fumbles, they did not play well. But I now look at Dak, and I think he's one of the seven or eight guys, and I didn't for a long time. I do, but too. He's he's gotten better, Nick. He has. I do, I do too, and I'm going to say something. I, I don't know if you'll find it controversial, but it obviously won't happen. No NFL team that I can think of has ever done something similar to this. Uh but when I watched today's game, the fact that the Patriots were in it late was a testament, even though the things you're saying about Belichick are true from an evolution standpoint. Within the game, from kickoff to the end, he still understands game management. He still understands time score situations as well as anybody in football. His fourth down stuff maybe could sharpen up a bit. But McCarthy is just out to lunch on yeah. all of it, always. <laughs> Just <laughs> horrific at it. Yeah. He's out here calling timeouts for the Patriots, kicking 50-some-yard field goals instead of going for a first down, all this stuff. This is the controversial part. If Jerry Jones really wants to win the Super Bowl this year, he should consider elevating Kellen Moore this week. Mike, yeah. it's been good seeing you. Kellen Moore already calls the plays. McCarthy's only job is the within-the-game stuff on Sundays, and he's terrible at it. Because that's my concern. I think Dallas has an – you had them, what, two in the herd higher? Yeah, I, I think they're I, the second-best team in the league. And, and I had them number one on my tiers. Like, I think they are really, really good. But I am super anxious 
about yeah. McCarthy in the playoffs. And now I know Kellen Moore's never been a head coach, so maybe he'd be bad at he'd be bad at it. And at five and one, obviously they're not firing anybody, but I think it would make them better. I think if they yeah. elevated Kellen Moore. What what concerns me about McCarthy, he makes the same mistakes over and over. He struggles with the clock. It'd be like if you and I work with somebody in our industry and about once a they month just they kept made the cursing. same. They yeah, just all, they, they just was on the show and they just dropped an F bomb. They're like, darn it, I know I'm not supposed to. It's like, dude, you do it every week. <laughs> yeah. So man, McCarthy, the fear is he makes the same mistakes because that, that's really clearly he's just not good with it. The game's too fast. You know, I can't see the scoreboard. I mean, I, I it's it's four one of those times things this year. There's only been four. six games. Four yeah. like egregious, embarrassing moments that I know. can kill you in the now the argument against that is well, Andy Reid. But Andy Reid is so great as an offensive mastermind, you yeah. deal with it. You're like, okay, he never got better at it. But I just don't know what McCarthy brings to the table. So I don't. it's a bad spot, man. Yeah, and Jerry has historically been patient with coaches. He's been less patient with great ones, but more patient with like Chan Gailey and Mike yeah. McCarthy and Jason Garrett type. So uh, even though theoretically you're not wrong, you know, he'll stay. I do think Kellen Moore is probably the very near future. And then you move McCarthy into an operations place. You know, you put him somewhere upstairs. Not to filibuster on this, and I know we got to do other games, but just to take it one step further, the other issue with not doing what I'm saying, which I understand is what would be wildly controversial or unprecedented, is you lose Kellen Moore after this year. Someone's right. going to make Kellen Moore a head coach this offseason. If you're right. not going to do it, he's going to be elsewhere, and that offense is going to go with him. Yeah. And you let Kellen Moore be the coach next year and just say, hey, listen, for a year, we're going to let you call plays because we know you're comfortable with it. And then eventually you have to groom a play caller because you don't want your head coach doing that. But for a year, Kyle Shanahan does a lot of that still. Yep. Basketball season is back. No better place to bet on it than the FanDuel Sportsbook. To celebrate the NBA tip-off, FanDuel Sportsbook's given new customers enhanced odds. 75 to 1 odds on any team to win on October 19th or 20th. How about we go with Lakers, a veteran team, to beat the Warriors? How about that? FanDuel's now live in Connecticut, by the way. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, now the perfect time to give it a shot. Fast withdrawals, easy to use. You get odds boosts and specials, live betting. Place your bet faster in a game if you see a trend you like. See for yourself why FanDuel's America's number one sportsbook. Download the sportsbook app at FanDuel. Sign up. Just use the promo code Colin. Promo code Colin. Get 75 to 1 odds. Any team to win in the NBA 19th or 20th of October. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees a much bigger range than most grills. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Utilize the smoke boost setting to intensify that smoky flavor. Direct flame cooking creates searing, crisping, and browning. 
food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You'll cook on two levels at the same time so you can make enough for everyone then clean up quick with the pull and clean grease and ash management system at the front of the grill. Cook confidently with intuitive digital controls at the grill and enjoy the sleek, easy-to-use surface. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right, let's go, let's go to Kansas City. Um, it, it wasn't one of the more viewed games. It was a pretty rocky first half for them. So and then the steel it, curtain broke out in the second half. Second, it was a little shutout, Colin. KC defense, yeah. second half shutout, buddy. Let's well, go. Let's go. Well, it's, it's Taylor Heineke, let's slow down. But nonetheless... <laughs> Um, it is, they're not, it's, it's one of those things where I feel the same way about the chiefs. I do with the Packers. They're just not right. They're just now forget defense for both. Neither has a great defense, but even green Bay against Chicago, the offensive line's not as good. They're very dependent on Devonte Adams. When I watch Kansas city, you have a more discerning eye because this is your team, but they just don't feel quite right to me. What is it? I, they have been just wildly careless with the ball. I mean, they don't punt. Once again today, I think they had one punt and went 17 yards. Uh, they have uh, they had three first-half turnovers today, and each one was worse than the last. The first one was a Mahomes pick on a perfectly thrown ball went off Tyreek's hands. Ty- Tyreek's done that twice now. 
A tight end's done it. Mahomes has had four picks that hit a player on the hands and they didn't catch it. That's the first one. The second one is a McCall Hardman fumble. And the third one was one of the worst plays of Mahomes' career. It was at the end of the half. You're taking points yeah. off the board. It, it it looked like, and this hurts my heart to say, it looked like a play Josh Allen made his rookie season where it's like, what are you doing? Like, have right. you never been taught the rules of the game? And so I think the Chiefs, you know, got have gotten wildly reckless with the ball on offense. Yeah. Which is why it would, to me, I think I disagree with you in this regard. I think the offense still moves and clicks and looks as good as it has historically. It's just that they're turning the ball over. They have the most turnovers of any team in the league. That's impossible to believe. And obviously the defense has major issues today. Though The defense had one embarrassing play where they just left two guys wide open, gave right. them a touchdown. Aside from that, defense played well today. But yes, it is Washington. It is Taylor Heineke. That is true. All right. Let's segue to another game. Uh, I've always said with Baker Mayfield, he's a franchise quarterback, but he's not a number one pick. He needs a perfect offensive line, elite receivers, uh, top running backs, and with a good play caller, he can win games. Well, now his tackles are hurt, and he came in without Nick Chubb, uh, and Jarvis Landry's not there. By the way, it's still more talented than half the NFL's offenses with just Peoples and OBJ and Kareem Hunt and yeah. a great interior line and a remarkable play caller. But can we now acknowledge? And I'm I'm not really into being right, you know. I just I just not something I I, I plan a flag on. But when he has average stuff, he's an average quarterback. That's what well, he is. He, he certainly looked bad today. And the you, sometimes strip sacks are not a quarterback's fault. Sometimes right. they're entirely a quarterback's fault. He had a couple fumbles today that were, yes, his guy got beat, but he had time, certainly on one of them, and you could argue on both of them, should have recognized it and protected the ball, and on one of them protected himself. The interception was terrible. And I'm worried about Cleveland, Colin, it, it, because Kareem Hunt got carted off. Chubb was yeah. out. Both their tackles were out. Odell got hurt again. You mentioned Jarvis. and Baker. Hurt his shoulder again, Colin. They play Thursday. Yeah. They're the short, you know, they, the worst time possible to have your Thursday night game is this week. All of us, you know, Baltimore is rolling, so I feel like that division is almost already out of out of. Reach. I, I I feel about two weeks from now, it's Baltimore's and Cleveland at best is playing for a wild card, and you know, battling Cincinnati who can score. Well, that's the other problem for them is all of a sudden Cincinnati's not a walkover. I mean, I understand it's Detroit, but Cincinnati trounced them today. Yeah. Jamar Chase, I by the way, I my feeling was Cincinnati, you've got to take an offensive lineman, you've got to take an offensive lineman. I I was wrong. Jamar Chase, phenomenal. Yeah. He's unbelievable every yeah. single week. Um, but the fact that Cincinnati's gonna be alive now, you look at you, now what they have working for them is like who are the teams in the AFC, Colin, that we know are going to be there at the end. We know Buffalo is. We know Baltimore is. I guess we know Tennessee is because of there's no one else in the division, right? Right. And then Kansas City and the Chargers. That's only five, and there's two playoff spots available. All of a sudden, the Broncos have plummeted. The Raiders, we'll see. They, They obviously beat the Broncos today. So I think, you know, maybe that last playoff spot in the AFC Maybe you can get there at nine and eight. I wouldn't have thought that at the beginning of the year. But Cleveland, I think, is in trouble, Colin. 
Well, something I talked about before I got into the interview today was I said this three weeks ago on the air. I said the next seven to eight weeks are key because Baker's going to be playing contemporaries. I said he's going to play Herbert and then Kyler and then Burrow and then Mack and then Lamar twice. And I said the GM, Andrew Barry, inherited Baker. He didn't draft him. And he's going to watch him on the same field. And Justin Herbert was clearly better. And Kyler Murray was a thousand times better today. And it's one thing if if Baker looks better than old Ben or or rookie, you know, uh, even Mac Jones. When you put him up against Justin and Kyler in the last two weeks, Nick, you're a general manager. You're going to have to pay him, meaning the defense. You're not going to be able to just pick up a clowny or a John Johnson at safety. Um I think I think the GM this morning, if I, if I'm the if I'm guessing, they wouldn't give him the bag. And if they did, oh, it would be like twenty no, million max a year. Well, the thing is that, but that contract doesn't exist, right? So, like the contract that they might give him, feel comfortable giving him, is one that he would never accept, right? I mean, Teddy Bridgewater got close to twenty million recently. Like twenty million is yeah. not a thing for him now. Do I think he would accept a contract sub forty million a year? Yeah, like thirty-eight million, something like that. I don't think Cleveland wants to give that to him. I think Cleveland is prepared and is going to show they're prepared to do what Dallas did with Dak, which is, no, nah, you can play this out, and maybe we'll even franchise tag you. I, I and you know, I've I, I like Baker, and I think you at times have been too hard on him, but this has not been good for him. It is not good that. The Browns, who do have a lot of talent, have played three teams of equal talent, you know, in some way, shape, or form, and they keep losing to them. They lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Chargers. They got annihilated by the Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals game, you you have a lot of issues with the injuries. That's fine, but they got annihilated by them. And this was supposed to be, you know, I picked the Browns to be in the AFC Championship game this year. I thought they could be the second best team in the AFC to the Chiefs. It It does feel like Buffalo has jumped ahead of them, clearly. The Chargers have jumped ahead of them. And the Ravens have maintained their status ahead of them, as they have been ever since Lamar came in the league. That's not a good spot. The the point you made earlier about Brady and the AFC-NFC is an interesting one. I think if the Browns played in the NFC, maybe they do pay Baker. Because it's like, hey, there's not a lot of good young quarterbacks here anyway He's one of the better ones. It's like Dak, Kyler, and then a bunch of we'll see, who knows, everyone else is older. But in the AFC, with you know, both of us, I think, believe that Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow will be good one day. And Burrow might already be. Mahomes is great. Herbert's great. Lamar's great. Josh By the Allen's way, been great. Carson Wentz, if you, you, you get he's not the problem. Carson Wentz, Nick, has been now again. That game barely existed today because nobody watched yeah, it. Correct. But if you lo- if you go look at Carson Wentz's numbers, Nick, again today, he played very well. I think Carson Wentz is more talented than Baker. Now he can be reckless, but and he's a he bigger, hurt, stronger hurt, athlete. But I don't know. But stronger, I don't know if that matters with him because his body, like Baker's tough. I give Baker credit. I thought he was out for a month today after, like, J.J. Watt was worried about him. J.J. Watt was like, come over, come over, after he did the strip sack. So I I don't care how strong Carson Wentz is. Baker, to me, is more reliable because he's he's always out there. So I have to give him credit for that. But he, the one of the weaknesses for Baker, and this is something that I've talked with you about before, is I don't think he has 
made the necessary adjustment, and he should have by now, that I am, I was a good athlete at the collegiate level. I am a below average athlete at the pro Thank level. Thank you. And the escape, I'm going to run it. You're going to get chased down, buddy, by people a lot bigger than you. The guys that, you know, most NFL guys recognize pretty early on, Mahomes is, is an example. He's like, okay, I am only running. I might, I might move in the pocket or, you know, escape to the side, but I am only trying to run if it is wide open space in front of me. Cause he knows even though I could get away from people at Texas Tech, I can't at this level. Baker too often, it feels like he thinks, oh, I can hit the corner and you cannot hit the corner, buddy. You are right. not fast enough. So that, yeah, I, I don't want to pile on, but. I'm worried about them. They play Thursday, man. They're going to play Thursday with a beat-up team for a chance to fall to three and four. Browns aren't supposed to be three and four this year. Yeah. Ready, set, griddle this grilling season. Get the Weber Slate Rust Resistant Griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools. It's pre-seasoned with food-safe oils and ready to cook on right out of the box. With no use of coatings, you can use metal tools to flip, press, and scrape without worry. It's the griddle that stays ready, not rusty. Everything rusts, and nobody talks about it because they couldn't fix it until now. With Weber's new rust-resistant technology, your Weber will last for years. When used, our carbon steel griddle hardens and bonds the surface, reducing the ability for moisture to collect and rust to form. This griddle heats evenly edge to edge. It reaches up to 500 degrees with the Weber Works Prep cook and store system. You can keep cooking and cleaning supplies handy, carry food and condiments from kitchen to the griddle, and even convert the side table into a prep station. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate rust-resistant griddle. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. 
So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. All right. NBA starts Tuesday. So we touched on three big games I wanted to touch on, and I'm going to do a couple of NBA hits with you. And then as we're taping this, then you can go watch Sunday Night Football. All right. First, um, I think, you know, I said from the beginning, relationships are everything to me. Uh, Whether I was creating the volume, I'm hiring people I trust. I'm hiring people I like. I'm hiring people who I have their back because if they make mistakes, I know it's inadvertent. Um, The fact that Kevin Durant left Steph for Kyrie Irving when you had you had a resume, you had like LeBron gets along with everybody. LeBron plays well with everybody. He bails on LeBron. Brad Stevens is clearly a capable coach. He messed that up. Um, I said last year after he left in the first week of the season and just had a sabbatical, a hiatus, I said on the air, I said he may be the first superstar level player I would ever consider moving for bench players. Just make Harden, Durant are fine. Fortify the bench. I'm out. Um, From the flat earth now to the vaccine issue, I, I, I take it you are a huge Kyrie fan, but let's start with this premise. With the addition of Patty Mills to the bench, LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, I think Brooklyn can win the championship with Durant, Harden, and no Kyrie if they could just trade him and fortify the bench a little. Do you believe that? Oh, you get a full healthy season out of KD, and Harden prior to last year had always been healthy. Right. Not only do I think they could win the championship that way, I think they actually would be better off. Even if Kyrie had none of the vaccine stuff, if the vaccine issue didn't exist, once they got James Harden, Kyrie was a surplus of of value they didn't need. What they need is some size. What they need is some defense. And what they need is someone who is happy to not have the ball in their hands. None of that is Kyrie Irving. So, yeah, I think that, and this is all so tricky because the problem is, Colin, Kyrie Irving's, like, once upon, the, the trade I talked about before any of the vaccine stuff came up that I thought fixed everyone's problems was Kyrie and Ben Simmons. The Sixers need what Kyrie has. The Nets need what Ben Simmons has. It's weird because they're kind of competing with each other. Would you make the trade? But maybe they would. The Sixers absolutely would not make that trade now. Kyrie's trade value is where all you could get is role players. Like, the team that, again... It would make sense, but you potentially have the vaccine issues. Is the Clippers? Like Zach Lowe talked about this. Marcus Morris and stuff. Those types of Marcus Morris, Reggie yeah. Jackson, one other guy. That actually helps to me. Helps yeah. the Nets. They need guys who don't need the ball. I would I I would have said Kyrie for Chris Stapps. Like is an interesting one because Kyrie. Why? By the way, when was he at his best alongside LeBron? Who's the player in the league whose game is most similar to LeBron? Luka. Like, that could right. work. And the Nets, Chris Stapps doesn't have to have the ball in his hands. But, again, the vaccine stuff kills him with the Mavs. It's, it is in, it, it's an insane po- position where a guy who was 50, 40, 90, the healthiest guy on the Nets last year, is now not only expendable, but didn't you find this interesting, Colin? 
James Harden and Kevin Durant told the truth about having not spoken with Kyrie. Thought it was huge. I couldn't believe it because those are sharp guys. And they knew that by saying we haven't spoken, that that's right. a story. And they could have just said we're going to keep – they could have either lied or said we're going to keep personal conversations personal, not going to get into it. The other thing I thought was interesting was when KD said that, he had a whole thing with the media. KD was in a great mood. He was happy. He was yep. like – he said at one point, he's like, listen, I know you guys are going to be asking these questions all year, and I get it. You have a job to do. And when KD's in a good mood, He's really yeah. interesting. He's really honest. All this stuff. I thought, I again, I'd psychoanalyzing him. But I think it's pretty interesting that the day, a couple days after the Nets are like, Kyrie, go home for the season. Katie's in a good mood. Like, yeah. Katie's not pissed about it. In fact, he seems happy about it. And yeah. the fact he hasn't talked to Kyrie, I think Kate, Katie's like, oh, my God. This guy, this guy is, the juice is not worth the squeeze, no matter how sweet the juice is. No. Joy Taylor and I talked about this is players send messages all the time. Um, KD, I think you're spot on. I think KD and Harden, um, I think they sent a message to ownership. It's like, we're good here. You know, we're, we're good. We're good without Kyrie. And I, and I also think I was told this years ago that um, the NBA chemistry is the most important because like in offense and defense in football practice and games, you know, you just split off. If a yep. guy's a jerk on the D line, oh, oh, offense doesn't deal with him a lot, right? Even the offensive coaches don't. Same in baseball. A third of your roster goes down to a bullpen. You know, some guys are in the clubhouse, the, the guys that aren't playing. But in basketball, man, it's a it's a tiny plane. You're all together. There's like eight out of the 13 guys and teams that hang out together and get along together, like Milwaukee and Phoenix, they generally play well together. Yep. And I, by Harden saying I haven't even talked to him, forget connecting. If you and I didn't talk, if we, you, if you were going through a crisis and you and I hadn't talked, forget doing a podcast, talked in a month, we're they're out. Not friends. It means we're, we're not, not friends. It means we're absolutely. If someone said, if all of a sudden you. We're gone from FS1. And a week later, someone was like, hey, how's Colin doing? And I'm like, don't know. Haven't spoken. You know what they would think? Oh, I thought Weird. you guys were close. <laughs> I assumed you guys were friends. I guess you were like, it would be shocking. And so it's like, it is, it's incredibly telling. And I think that now what the Nets can't have happen, obviously, is have something happen to KD or Harden. They don't have any insurance for that now. They did have some insurance for that before, but the, like most teams in the league, like guess what? The Lakers can't have anything happen to LeBron or AD, and the, the Bucks can't have anything happen to Giannis or Middleton. Like that's kind of how the league works. You, you can't have one of your two best guys get hurt. Uh, finally, I want to do one other topic. I actually felt bad the other day. Uh, new Laker Russell Westbrook was quoted saying, hey, I'm the NBA villain. And I thought, wait a minute. That's not right. Um, I cannot love his game, but he's a good guy. He's a good family guy. He shouldn't be a villain. Um, and I, the way he said it, you know, whenever somebody says, I, I don't need to be liked. Well, everybody needs to be liked. Everybody wants to be liked. LeBron hated being a villain for a year. He hated it. Michael loved being 
hated in Detroit, but he loved being loved everywhere else. I used to, when I was in Portland and Michael came to town, he was more popular than any blazer. Yep. Everywhere he went in the league outside of like Detroit or New York, even in New York, the city loved Michael Jordan, right? He played great there. But I but I thought to myself with Russell Westbrook is I actually think he works for the Lakers. They need 37 minutes a night. They need energy. It's an old roster. I actually thought to myself, you know what? If he plays here three years and I think he can add, he can be a little bit like a more talented Alex Caruso. He gives you incredible intensity. He'll get along with LeBron. He's a good hang. The, you know, part of this league is, are, are you a good hang? But I just, I felt kind of sympathy when he said, I, I think I'm the league's villain. And I thought, that's usually like a guy who gets into fights or he's a jerk. And I'm like, Russell's not a jerk. He's a flawed player. Right. So that that's, I think, an important distinction. He's never been in trouble. He's never been a bad never. guy. He, he, he's one of the few NBA super duper stars that doesn't have like a, a big group of people around him. By the way, not there's anything wrong with it, but like people, you know, it's his wife. I think it's his brother. It, you know, he has a very small circle, seems to be an intense family guy. And a private guy who's all, the only thing we know about him off the court is he's super into fashion. Now, people might not th- like his fashion. I think it's, I think he's pretty courageous with it, to be honest. I think he takes yeah. risks with that. And I think that's cool. But yeah, so Russ has Russ has always been a guy who is polarizing because of his style. And he has there there is a lot of Iverson to him in that. Sure. Listen. There are some deeply devoted fans that ignore some of the pretty obvious flaws in the game. But then the flip side of that is the analytics community that will argue that Iverson, you know, the analytics crush Iverson. And that does, at some point, what the guys who play the game say about someone has to matter at least a little. And when they're sure. like, you don't understand. No, because let me, I'm, I'm putting this wrong. Analytics say, well, if anyone put up that many shots, they would score a ton of points. And what the players say is, yeah, but most guys literally can't put up that many shots. They don't have the stamina. They don't have the, they, it, do you know how right. hard it is to shoot the ball 30 times? And so right. with Russ, people are like, oh, you know, if anyone was really focused on getting triple doubles, I mean, my argument would be, I would imagine in the last 40 years, there have been other guys who are like, I'd like to get triple doubles. But nobody's gotten them at the rate of Russ anywhere close to it since Oscar Robertson. So clearly there are some things he does well. And clearly he's a special player. He also is, if he's your best guy, you're screwed. What the Lakers are trying to figure out is, and Russ has never been in this position, is what if he's your third best guy? We've seen him as the second best guy. And it was really good a couple years, but usually more bad than good or mediocre than good. We've seen him as the best guy. It's entertaining. It's exciting, but you're not going to be good. Now we get to see him as your third best guy. And that's fascinating to me, especially if he's never been on a team with someone with a stronger personality. I think he is now. I think LeBron, even if it's a different type, LeBron is such a gravitational pull of leadership that I think even the biggest alphas kind of understand, all right, I'm not LeBron. I might be the, the, I might not, you know, get checked by anyone else in the league. Kevin Durant, I wouldn't let him say a sideways word to me. But LeBron's almost in a different category. So I do think that it can work. I do I think it's guaranteed to work? No. And do I think that there's a chance that the Lakers simply don't have enough shooting? Yeah, that's possible. But it's also possible 
that they're going to be big and strong. And because of Russ, they're going to have not only they're not only going to exhaust you defensively with their length, they're going to exhaust you offensively because Russ is going to just be running. It's like, oh yeah. my God, he's just a pain in the ass to deal with. So well, we'll see. Hey, listen, I'm I'm critical of of Russ, but there is um your cultural impact matters in the NBA more than any other sport. Allen Iverson's more important culturally to the league than Carl Malone, who drove tractors. So there there are players that their cultural imprint, uh, Dr. J, his importance, uh, uh, Allen Iverson. Yep. Um, matters. It's more, they matter more than Carl way. Malone or John Stockton. I have no problem yep. acknowledging that. I mean, so I, I, I think you're right on with that. All right, buddy. Go watch the Sunday Night Football Great seeing you, Nick Wright. We get you about once a month. We always appreciate it. Kick ass. Say hi hi to your wonderful family. I will. Talk to you soon. See you, Colin. All right, buddy. All right. Nick Wright, fantastic. Even a little NBA stuff. It begins tomorrow at the Volume Sports. Check it out on the YouTube channel. This whole puppy will be up. Plus Twitter and Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe. As always, have a great week. volume ready set griddle this grilling season get the weber slate rust resistant griddle with a carbon steel cooktop that's safe for metal tools it's pre-seasoned and ready to cook on right out of the box it's the griddle that stays ready not rusty this griddle heats evenly edge to edge it reaches up to 500 degrees the Weber Works Prep cook and store system keeps cooking supplies handy and you can carry all the food, condiments, and utensils you need. Get fired up for your new Weber Slate Rust Re- Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.